Welcome to the Binge Minute, the only podcast in the world that we know of that goes through a movie minute by minute and reviews each minute to find the greatest minute in cinematic history. My name's Taylor. My name's Chris. And we are chugging on through our journey through Ready or Not. This is Minute 16. Oh, man. A few pauses in the intro. I, I sort of... Do you ever sometimes zone out in the middle of a sentence you're saying? And then you're like, did I say the word or not? What happened there is you paused. You had a weird pause at the start. And then I was like, oh, no, she fucked up. That's like twice in the last three times she's done it. <laughs> and then while I was thinking that, I realized I had a big pause between <laughs> saying my name and ready or not. And I was going to say moon. It was all a thing. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I, I start listening to what I'm saying, but I continue <laughs> to talk and then I come back in later and I'm like, I don't know what's happened. That's right. Well, welcome to the episode, welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, Before we get into it, I had a question for you. Okay, what is it? I was watching a wonderful YouTube video that ex- was a, a hunter, a bow hunter who was breaking down scenes in movies about bow hunting. Yep. I want to know. <laughs> okay. I really, I really enjoyed it. I want to know, what would your preferred, if you were to, you know, spend... 100 hours learning how to use a weapon, what weapon would you like to learn how to use? Wow. Mine would be a bow, <laughs> just, in, just so you know. Is that because you don't want to do hand-to-hand combat? Oh, well, I'm very weak, but <laughs> <laughs> but I've always liked bows. I, I've always thought they're really cool. I like would the idea of sharpshooting. Would you have the archery bow or yeah, the yeah. crossbow? No, no, I go archery bow. So, like... I want to say Peter Pan, but it's not Peter Pan. <laughs> Peter Pan. Uh, it's Robin Hood. Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, Robin Hood is a bow. They both wear green. That's where my confusion <laughs> came. My brain was latching on Peter Pan. Yeah. I mean, I love Legolas. He's got oh, yeah, his, Legolas his... from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I loved Hunger Games. I loved other bow things. <laughs> like, I loved uh, the video game Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, yeah. Lots use of a bows. bow. Yeah. In uh, Assassin's Creed, use a bow. Yeah. I, cool. I love I love video games where you get to use a bow. I oh, know. I just really like. You're just a bow girl. I'm a bow girl. I like the idea of being able to pull something back and then sharpshoot. Okay. No worries. Yeah. That sounds fun. Uh, if I had to choose one weapon to train 100 hours with. Yeah. Which isn't a lot in. <laughs> weapon training but enough to be okay ish it would be a lightsaber Ooh, a lightsaber yeah explain why because i'd be the only person to own a lightsaber uh-huh but who do you train from if you're the only one who has a lightsaber another jedi ah, teaches me okay and then dissolves Ooh. and gives me their lightsaber Ooh. i'm the i'm humanity's last hope wow and they like knock on the door at like midnight one night, and they're like, hey, I'm a Jedi, <laughs> and you've been chosen. I'm like, really? And then we train the forest for a, hundred a, hours. a week, <laughs> and I come out, and you're like, where have you been? I'm like, you'll never believe. Wow. You'll never believe the story I have. And then I show you my lightsaber, and then you show me your bow, and you get extremely jealous. And I'm like, <laughs> nah. What? No. <laughs> I don't want to get jealous. I've got a cool bow. I have a laser sword. When you were a kid, did you used to do like the? No, when I was a kid, I used to I used to play as Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, then why didn't you go with his web? He's got the trident, does he? Or he's... no, that's I think you're thinking of Poseidon. <laughs> 
No, one of them has like the three pointed. It's a fork. I don't know what the special name of it is. It's a, it's like a small pitchfork. Yeah, yeah. But he's got two of them. Mm. And I used to dress up in red, and I used to come in and have my intro as a kid. My intro was. <laughs> you had an intro. I did as Raphael. I used to jump in off the couch onto the ground and be like, "Hi, my name's Raphael. I'm a teenage mutant ninja turtle, and my favorite color is red." <laughs> <laughs> And then, only then, was I ready to fight the enemy. Wow. They had to know my favorite color was red, even though I was draped in red. Wow. Everything about me was red. <laughs> you had to I provide had to your like, resume. Hey, <laughs> you might have heard about me around town. I'm badass and red. <laughs> and then you get them. And then I got them. Yeah. So, maybe pitchfork, but I think laser sword. Laser, yeah. now, that I'm, now that I'm in my 30s, definitely lightsaber. Oh, yeah. Or a light... Or a laser gun that you get in Star Wars. Some, just a Star Wars wedding. Star Wars, yeah. You know, I'd be pretty happy with 100 hours of training on a Republic death machine. One of those ones, oh, the yeah. big long ones. That they just <laughs> let me be pilot, little gun person. Or the Death Star. Oh. Let me be the planet. Give me 100 hours training on the planet destroyer or the Death Star. I'd be happy. Wow. <laughs> you know what? I understand. It's much easier than having to well, you, go up close and I don't know what you have to do. You have to crawl through jungle or something and <laughs> get a, a good angle yeah. i just have to line up with a planet and be like bye <laughs> i just have to find out I what planet it. you're on and be like bye it's, it would be hard though to line up with a planet because you got to deal with like so much distance and gravitational pulls and shit like that you said i have 100 hours training yeah i'm sure that's going to be covered i feel like you need a physics degree. <laughs> I don't need a physics degree. I'm pretty sure it's a point and shoot system and, uh-huh. like, and computer technology takes over. Wonderful. They do all that. Yeah. Great. <laughs> well, well, do you know who's not-, not using bows and arrows that we know of yet or laser Death Star machines? The family really in Ready or, or Not, not minute, minute 16. 16. Yay. <laughs> So, did any of our predictions come true? What was your prediction, Chris? My prediction was we're going to find out what uh, Fitch... What was his name? Futch. Fitch Bradley. Fitch Bradley. We're going to find out what Fitch Bradley did for a living. And I said he was going to be used car salesman or uh, an assistant to an, to a, an American senator. <laughs> and we did not find any of that out. No, we did not. <laughs> and I said that uh, we would discover that Fitch Bradley was the one-liner guy. who would be like, hey, you're ready for a scare... Bear, or that was a bear. <laughs> I'm not Fitch Bradley. Ready for a scare bear? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, well, that did not. That, that definitely not didn't happen. Happened. But that doesn't mean he's not the one-liner guy. No, just and that doesn't do mean one-liners in this minute. And that doesn't mean he's not the senator's assistant either. That's right. He just hasn't missed it. I just at the end, he's like, "Oh, I'm the senator's assistant. <laughs> I'm going to be late for work." I love that line. Though he did say that he cannot travel in economy class anymore, so he's doing well. Whatever he's doing, he's doing well. And so Fitch, not a used car salesman. Well, Fitch Bradley went up to the wife. It was like Grace. It was mm-hmm. like it's a pleasure to meet you. And then he talked to Alex. He's like, hi, Alex, mm-hmm. who's the husband of Grace now and yep. the, the youngest son of the family. And he was like, sorry, we're late. It took an ages to get out. We flew from De Gaulle. Now, Taylor, if I was flying from De Gaulle, <laughs> oh, where no. would I be coming You'd from? You'd be coming from France. That's right. Yes. Charles de Gaulle is the International Airport in Paris, France. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You did it. I, I did thought it. you'd fuck that up, but you did it. Uh, I also did. I got a big scare inside. I got a scare bear. You got a scare bear? Inside. <laughs> like, oh no, I get it right. <laughs> did you know the question was coming? No. No? Well, great. 
So, yeah, and he's married to their sister. Well, we, we assume that they're No, it's their sister. sister. It's we totally. know it's their sister. And her name is Emily. It's Emily, the sister. We know it's the sister. Why, why would you even argue it? Of course it's the sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, no one said, hey, sis, but you can tell immediately it's the sister. It's the sister. Who has got a cocaine habit. Oh, I yeah. would imagine. So she comes she comes screaming in. She's like hugging the mum. She's giggling around and then she comes She hugs the dad. She, she hugs, hugs the dad, dad and then she comes over to Grace and said, "I've been following you on Instagram. Love your dress." Yeah. We're going to be great friends. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. And then she went with her with her hand like she just had a whole bunch of cocaine. She was like <laughs> Oh, like rubbing her nose as if there was a bunch of cocaine still up there. I don't know. I've never like really snorted cocaine, so I'm not sure. Do you do a lot of later? I don't know. I don't know if she's just done it and she's like readjusting herself or if it's in progress. I'm not sure. Where does it Where does it go? Does it just dissolve into the bloodstream? I think so. See, this thing, I do science and I found out not too long ago. <laughs> I was like, why? Because I, I assume that when you snort a cocaine, it went up the nose and just landed on the brain, <laughs> like some sort of like some sort of powder spider and just like splat. Which is insane. And that's how you got high. I had no idea that you'd snort it and there's like little blood vessels up there that it like gets into quicker. Yeah. So yeah, I just assumed, I didn't realize that. I just thought it was a tunnel to the brain and just land on the brain every now and then like a, like a windscreen wipe would wipe it off. <laughs> Which is insane. And then 20 minutes later, you're like, I need more cocaine. And then more like powder monkey land on the brain. (laughs) Okay. Well, cocaine aside, just have like two seconds to think. If Mm. something flies up your nose, do you think it goes straight to the brain? Well, I never thought about that. (laughs) I never. (laughs) This hair There's just like a constant stream between the brain. One of the, well, the most important organ in the whole body and then the outside world. <laughs> There's a blood-brain barrier, but it's like thin. I just assume the powder will land on that and then like absorb through <laughs> that into the brain. <laughs> I don't know. I just, that's just how my brain like normalized it in my head. I'm like, that's why they snort it. Because I, I'm a cardiac scientist. And so you we, don't have to touch the brain. No, to but we brain. give medications uh, to places that have a quick access to like like a blood supply. Yeah, yeah. One of the quickest ones is, is you go onto the tongue and it mm. dissolves in the bloodstream there. Why don't people with cocaine just put it under their tongue and hold it there? It dissolves in like 10 seconds and straight into the bloodstream. Maybe it tastes real bad. Oh, yeah, maybe it tastes real bad. <laughs> and then you just go like... But a- I'm sure snorting something doesn't feel great either. But I don't know if it... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't just, know if it dissolves. The whole idea, like... It could just be like a particle and then you like sneeze it back out. You know when you have a big snotty nose or something, you're not like, oh yeah, that's in there, sweet, and you try and snort it even further Ew. in. No, you snort it out. It must be an awful feeling to have like powder like <laughs> go up your nose and then like spider monkey on your brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to go run some tests in the lab to discover that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm so vanilla when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to drugs that I just have no idea. The whole con, the whole idea of cocaine puts me off just because you have to snort it up your nose. And that just sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds yucky. So you've not had a COVID test yet? No. No, no but I've not been sick. So why would That's I true. need a COVID test? No. But <laughs> you're going to rock down there. I'm just letting you know that you're going to, if you have to get one, you're going to really hate it. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to hide all sicknesses from you. Anyway, that's my little thing about cocaine. I had no idea how it, how it works. But you know, he does know how it works. Clearly, Emily, because she is like buzzing. She's having a great time. Oh, she's very high. She's very buzzing. But then 
Aunt Helena pipes in oh. from the corner and says, no, wait, wait, no, wait, wait. Oh, that's because uh, she says, welcome to the family, Grace. And then Aunt Helena from the side says, he'll decide that. that? And I assume she's talking about Gambit. De- de- I don't know. We don't know. What's his name? De- oh. Bain, De Basil Gambit. Bale, Bale Gambit. La Bale's Gambit. I'm sure she's talking about him. So there's some sort of spirit that will decide. I don't know. There's La Bale Gambit. So that's choosing the card. But like, Adelina's saying this from like this weird dark corner. And I swear she has de-aged. She's gotten younger. No. Yeah. She's looking hot. No. Yeah. What? <laughs> so I feel like she's lost about 20 years and she's like, he'll see about that. Mm. She hasn't at all. She didn't say it like that. She's like, you she'll see about that. <laughs> she it didn't was an say old it like person. that. Were you even watching this minute? <laughs> I, I was. Anyway, I don't know. What are you talking about 20 years? She's lost 20 years. She she's hasn't. Compared to her like growling in a photograph. Ugh. She's in a dark corner. She hasn't lost 20 years. Anyway. You know what? Lighting does so much. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. And anyway, then she turned to Emily and said, Emily, my niece, it's so good to see you oh, she still. Said brown, no, she said brown-haired niece, you, you still exist. <laughs> yeah, that's right, you still exist. But she said in a way, like, I don't like you very much. No, well, I think the words still are pretty, <laughs> pretty on surface level, pretty bad. But uh, Emily, who's so high in cocaine, just brushed it off, was like, come with me, Grace. Oh, actually, a man walked in who was obviously a servant and said, it is 11.55. And everyone no got just went, real like, quiet. quiet. I'm like, isn't the game starting at 12? That's five whole minutes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> just chill out. Just chill <laughs> out. Have a mingle, have another drink, have a punch. I'm sure there's punch. And then Emily turned to Grace and said, you're going to love this. And then they walked off to the room and the next cut, they're walking towards... Uh, the dad's leading the family to this room. He's like, this is the room for the family. So I, I don't know if it's been open for a long time. And mm. that was basically the end of the minute. He's about to open the door. And I'm pretty sure it could be the same door that the husband was dragged yes. into 30 years ago. I'm pretty sure it was. It looks sort of, the door looks the same. It says Le Domas on it. Yeah. Very yeah. Do you reckon rich people drink punch? Punch? Yeah. Is that a poor person party drink or do rich people get down with punch too? I don't know. I just assume punch is for everyone. I love punch. Who wouldn't love punch? Punch. If I was a billionaire, I'd be like, more punch. Punch should be for everyone. I don't know where you got this leap from. Because they were at a party and I was just wondering if anyone had punch. I don't. I couldn't see anyone drinking Do they anything. call it punch? They probably call it something like le puncher. Le puncher. <laughs> more le puncher. Le. <laughs> and there's pesito in it. <laughs> oh, there definitely is not. Or do they have like a famous soft drink that only rich people know about? It's probably that. It's like Le Puncher's <laughs> drink. <laughs> yeah, probably. From Kirk's, the Kirk's company. And they probably only put like imported fruits <laughs> into it. <laughs> wow, rich people make me sick because I'm not one. <laughs> anyway, so how that's did, the end of the minute. That's, why did you rate it? I rated it 40 out of 60. I actually enjoyed it. Mm. I was enjoying it too. Uh, I'm going to go... Well, I gave 40 to the last minute. I'm going to give 41. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed. I didn't learn what Futch's... Uh, Fitch? Fitch? What Fitch's <laughs> job was. And But apart from that, enjoy the, the new cocaine daughter. Yeah, she's fun. And the evil Aunt Helena, mm. who's got a, a score to settle, so it would seem. Ooh, and very... Transformative lighting changes. That's right. So, what do you predict will happen? Uh, so, he's leaning the family towards the room. I reckon he's going to throw open the doors and it's going to look creepy, 
but like old school. Mm. So like, I reckon there's going to be like red velvet walls. There's going to be heaps and heaps of games. And then right in the center, there's going to be a plinth. And on top of the plinth will be like a deck of cards. Oh, I like it. Mm. I like that. I think what will happen, and there's perfect opportunity for a joke here. Okay. And it's meant to be a comedy horror. Uh-huh. So the dad's just said, this is a room for the only, for just the family. And he'll open the door. Two servants having sex on the table in the middle of the room, maybe. <laughs> it's going to turn into carry on. Two sex, two sexy servants, not servants. Yeah, servants, servants. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say slaves. <laughs> two sexy servants having sex on a table uh-huh. in the family game room. Or when he opens the door, rat runs out. Something like that. Okay. Or when he opens the door, you hear a ooh and like <laughs> air like blows out or something. Something like that will happen. Okay. That's my prediction. There's going to be some sort of slapstick element. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we got two predictions. Let's see which one is true. Thank you for listening. I have one little plug. I'm doing a show called Stand Up vs. Improviser at the Sit Down Comedy Club on uh, Sunday, November the 8th at 7 p.m. Uh, tickets are at the Sit Down Comedy Club. We have a bunch of great uh, stand-up comedians and improvisers going up against each other. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we have some really cool support acts. So grab your tickets. We'll see you there. Uh, bye-bye now. Uh, bye-bye. bye-bye. Binge Minute is produced by Brisbane comedians Chris Martin and Taylor Edwards. You can follow us on Instagram at Chris Martin and at Taylor Edwards Comedian or on Facebook at Chris Martin Comedian and Taylor Edwards. Get in touch with us at bingeminute at gmail.com with any questions, comments about the podcast or suggestions about what we should watch next. If you've been enjoying Binge Minute, help us out by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We'll, we'll be, be back, back soon with more Binge, Binge Minute. Minute. Bye-bye, Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.